when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Welcome back to Atletico Mints. I hope today finds you adequately hydrated and with a plentiful supply of exciting and or diverting activities to pursue, e.g. smirking or drinking. Imagine, if you will, that you are trying on a daringly tight pair of skinny jeans in your local department store. You pull them on and begin to struggle to get them past your soft, swollen, dusty thighs. You drop onto a stool with the jeans around your knees and stare at yourself in the full-length mirror. The sight turns your stomach. You itch your outer thigh and an apologetic bollock drops out of your overstretched underpants. Thank God no one can see me like this, you think. Just at that moment, a short, fat, doughy, bald, spherical moron of a man pulls back the curtain and declares, Ah, look at you, mate, with your tiny, long bollock hanging down like a bulldog's dribble. If I had a gun, I'd put you out your misery. It is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host, Mr. Andrew Dawson. Oh, Mr. Northeast. Face covered in pork base, stomach like a pigeon, chicken dippers is religion. Oh, Mr. Sunlight, eats his veg from tin cans, his dog tods in his backyard, he fills his pillows with pork lard. Oh, yes. All right, Andy. Yeah, I'm all right, Bob. Thanks very much for that uh, lovely introduction there. Yeah, you don't sound very happy. What's happened? Oh, I'm all right. No, I'm all right. I'm fine. Yeah, you know, all things considered. Aye, nice one. I've just seen from your Instagram that you found a couple old bottles of Baileys from a few years back. <laughs> I have. Have I you am, tucked in yet? Not yet, but I'm declaring Christmas starts now. But um, one of them's out of date by the end of October. But I don't see that as being an Doesn't issue, to be quite honest. It. If it was out of date by the end you, of this week, it wouldn't be a problem. But, uh, you know. Do you reckon um, it's the thickest of all the alcohols? Uh, I can't think of... Uh, Advocar? Advocat? Advocat's a quite, thick lad, um, isn't he? That's quite gloopy as well. But um, yeah. Bailey's is definitely up there. Um, I once got drunk on Advocar, you know. Did on you? On a coach. Did you? Yeah, I took a coach, coach trip up from Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm to Newcastle to see Uriah Heap, right. the rock band. And I, I got drunk on a bottle of Advocare. On the way there, I assume. What's your favourite coach journey, Andrew? Um, my favourite coach journey? I've not really been on many coach journeys, Bob. I've had no them, but do you have a favourite, like? Um, school trip was probably the best one to Whitby. Or maybe it's York. York, 1984. Can I say that? Sounds like a good trip. No, that sounds a good trip, yeah. Were you sat at the back? No, I was never one the of lads. them kids. No, All I was right. never allowed into the sitting at the back gang. It's probably because you're not sporty. But I wasn't like a SWAT either. I didn't sit down at the front like talking to the teachers, pretending to be their equal. 
I was just somewhere in the middle. So you're not sporty, you're not intelligent. What are you? I never said I wasn't sporty, I was quite sporty. Uh, well, the sport lads will be at the back. Nah, you're a wobbler, you can't lads. It was the naughty lads that were at the back that used to smoke. <laughs> have you ever been drunk on a coach? Yes. It's all coming back now. Tell I me. have, yeah. Um, coach trip to Manchester in 1988 to go and see New Order at the GMEX. And yeah. uh, we got drunk on that uh, on the way there with uh, vodka in a big pop bottle. Vodka and Coke mixed nice. in a pop bottle. So, what a lovely memory, Andrew. You and cheap vodka on a trip to Manchester. <laughs> I think so. I've got a question for you. Have you got an eyebrow situation? How do you mean? You know, like, I mean, it's it's something for the older gentleman and you're considerably older than me, but like when your eyebrow hairs start to grow through a bit thicker and w- more wiry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had that for about You've five, had that six, for a long seven, time, have you? Because I'm beginning yeah. to get it now and I'm wondering where it leads to. Well, what the, the, my advice to you, Andy, is don't touch it. You're chasing rainbows. As soon as you start plucking really? or cutting, you're chasing, you're chasing rainbows. It all thickens up and becomes, oh, man. you know, I've, I've been, Dennis Healy. I've been plucking. I've got some tweezers. I, I, I don't do plucking. it, Andy. Don't. Seriously. That's when the, that's, yeah. Just. Have you ever woken up on a coach and <laughs> there was a bear sat next to you? Um, let us think. <laughs> what, you have to think about don't that. Don't think I have. Don't think All I have. Right. Have you? No, I, but did once take. I thought this is not. A, it's not an unusual incident. But I did once take a coach from Middlesbrough to Peter Lee. Yeah, yeah. To see Peters and Lee perform. <laughs> so it's not an unusual incident. It's just kind of like I don't know what. It's what I don't unusual. know what that is. It's fairly unusual. It's I not think. ironic. No. Is it ironic? No. Is were, it? Were they good? Peters and Lee, yeah. best in the business. Yeah. Because he was the one that was genuinely blind, wasn't he? Because a lot of people thought he was just trying to copy Roy Orbison, but Lenny Peters was genuinely blind. That's why he wore the glasses. Is that right? Yeah, that's why. I think that's why we all loved him. <laughs> for his gen- Have you seen the recent footage of Stevie Wonder catching the microphone that Paul McCartney throws to him? Oh, I haven't, no. no yeah, yeah, look into it if you're interested. There's a lot of it on the net. A lot of instances and quotes of people saying that he can... Um, didn't, well, I'm not going to say. Didn't know about look. that. Didn't know about that. You've got a hammock, Andrew. How is your hammock? Um, hammock is beginning to fade from my life a little bit because uh, summer's almost over and it's too cold to be outside in the hammock. I'm thinking of bringing it indoors for the winter, but um, we'll see. It's quite. It, it takes a lot of space up. Ah, uh, yeah. I was going to say this. It's going to be the hammock storage. It's going to kill you in the end, isn't it? I think it, it might be. I've started did, using did, the hammock more than I've been using my treadmill, and that's bad. Yeah, but here's here's the thing, right? I've got. I told you, I've got an exercise bike and a treadmill. I've not been on the treadmill now for over four weeks, right? Right. right. And um, I've been living the same kind of lifestyle that I normally live. You know, yeah. not the healthiest. Guess how much weight I've put on in those four weeks since I used the treadmill? Well, because of your tone of voice, I'm going to say literally nothing. You're right. Nout. Yeah. I've put on. Well, do you know, but it's beginning to tie in now, it in it with these with these heavy, massive eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, you've been cutting them off to compensate for weight gain. That's been you? the weight loss. Do you think taking the eyebrow hairs out? I see you sitting in yeah. your little blue chair there with the roof on from uh, from the uh, the fishing show that I watched last yeah, night. Yeah, you like it? It's lovely. Yeah. You like it? It's got wheels on it. <laughs> no, it's not a pram. Andy. <laughs> it, looks, it is. It it's is a bit chair. like a pram. Hey, Andrew, I watched the latest episode of the Tottenham documentary, All or Nothing, yeah? Yeah. 
Um, and now my friends Wolf and Degsy from um, Infinity Rocket mm-hmm. Plastics have managed to get me another deleted scene. All right, okay. Um, but, so they've installed some spyware yeah. on Amazon That'll Prime. Right, or something. Yeah. So yeah, That's good of them. Um, it's an interesting use of um, malware, that isn't it, Andy? <laughs> I think so. So uh, Debbie, Winksy, and Harry and Eric are in the treatment room, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I'll just well, I'll just play the. Uh, Play the tape, you know it. what I mean? So it's Debbie starts off. So listen up, guys. What's your favourite chocolate bar? You go first, Winksy. Oh, man's got to be Snickers, isn't it? They're um, like, well luxurious, and the, like the nutty layer is like a textual bombshell. It's a good call, Winksy, but the actual chocolate on it is the, on the dreary side of workmanlike. What about you, Harry? I don't eat chocolate bars. They have a very high sugar content, which can give me a buffery rush, leading to unspent agitation. I prefer to nibble on an organic parsnip or have a lick on the handle of one of Toby's hammers. Fair enough, boss, but doesn't it leave you hurting out loud, you know, when you see us tucking into, like, e.g. a crunchy? No, not really, Debbie. I think candy bar crunching is very juvenile and irresponsible, almost tantamount to negligent when it comes to personal fitness levels and toxin management. All chocolate is balderdash <laughs> in my outlook of life, um, Debbie. <laughs> Winksy chirps in. Whoa, listen to the skipper there. That is dope. He's one dedicated unit of like non-charismatic excellent word. What about you, Eric? What chalk bar do you chow down on to keep your world in motion? <laughs> Eric, I like bounty <laughs> bars. Debbie, bloody hell, Eric. Bounties is well shit. Like, I know they make you feel like you're sitting on a beach, like, but location isn't everything. Choose another. (laughs) So Eric chose chose another. Car-a-mac. Winksy. Oh, my Lord, Eric. Caramac is the effing onion on the snack tray. You were seriously weird and off-rail. Caramac is baby pudding, you know, for the stunted crew. Oh, look, here comes Josie, says Debbie. Let's ask him, hey, Gaffer, what's your favourite chocolate bar? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only thing that matters is family, (laughs) courage and commitment. (laughs) Family, courage and commitment, that is all. Yeah, but how does that translate to snack choice, Gaffer? A tin of celebrations, enough for the whole family. Expensive, so you need to be committed. And much fat and calories, so you need courage. Family, courage, commitment. <laughs> that is what matters. But it's not strictly a stack bar, is it, Gaffer? <laughs> shut, shut up, Debbie. You'll be on Strictly soon when I get you sold off. No, that was... That, no, it's <laughs> Jose. Shut up, Debbie. You'll be on Strictly soon when I get you sold off. <laughs> Harry chirps in. So, Gaffer, are we lining up tomorrow? 433 or 442? What sort of a question is that? It's nonsense. It's a good guy question. Good guys do not win. You have to be nasty bastard. Suarez, Ronaldo, Ramos, Robbie Savage. All bastards. All winners apart from one. Yeah, but, Gaffer, how are we lining up? Shit, the carport, Debbie. 
you know how to get on a man's tits. The sooner you are scapegoated, the better. Do you not get it? I'm a cryptic man. <laughs> I say nothing, but I say everything. Everything is nothing, but nothing is something. Now try and pin that on me and you'll be pissing in the hosepipe. <laughs> Harry, let's get on the training pitch. Rally the troops. Right, let's bring this. Come on. <laughs> Um, that's right, and then it suddenly cut off. Oh. So I think Wolf maybe had to go yeah. had to leave work or oh. something. <laughs> okay. I want to play a little game with you, Andy. Right? right. Thinking of chocolate bars. Right. Right. Um, what you have to do is like a game, a quiz, or something. Yeah. You have to say the name um, of a chocolate bar. Right. Right. And then I have to say the name of a chocolate bar, or you can have sweets. Yeah, that starts with the. The last letter of the previous one. So if I say Smarties, uh-huh. it ends in S. So you might say, for example, Starbucks. Right. Right. You lose if you can't think of one. Right. Or if you say Crunchy. Right. That's like okay. giving in, is it, by just saying Crunchy? No, if the other one tricks you into Crunchy. Oh, got you. Okay. Got you. See what I mean? Right. Could happen. Okay. Do you want to go first or second? Um, I'll go. I'll go first. I think. Okay. Uh, I'll start. Uh, tell us if I'm doing this wrong. Sherbet dip dab? No, that's fine. Right. I can't complain. Dab B. B. Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Marathon? Go on. Marathon's good, yeah. Marathon N. Nougat? Nougat. Mine's a T, doesn't it? Uh, topic. Very nice. Chubba chump. What? Chup? C. Chubba Chumps? C. You know them lollies? Chubba Chumps? Chubba Chumps? Yeah. I, you get disqualified for that. For not That's getting it S. right. Ends with an S. Skittles. Swizzles. Swizzles. Skittles. <laughs> no, you've had that. Oh. You've had that. Is uh, S. Sherbet Lemons. Shit, another S. Uh. Shoelaces. Do you remember them? Yeah. He's given uh, it. Speedman gum. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, marshmallow. God, this is good. Um, <laughs> whisper. Oh, that, very that, nice. That ends in an ear, not an ER. All right, eh. After eight minutes. Yes, again. Uh, shrimp. You know them foam shrimps. All right. Oh, I get you. All right. Um, P, 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 P. Picnic. Picnic. Ends with a C. Crunchy. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> I am victorious. You win. God. Oh, I feel really plump and full, you know what I mean? Oh, man. What do you think of that? Um, Yeah, it's got potential. I didn't think we'd get maybe that far, to be honest. Maybe two or three more of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, the people in charge of the um, the Memory Man Licensing oh, yeah. Yeah. Federation said you've got to update your credentials. Oh, okay, fair enough. You haven't done it for about a year. Happy to do it. All right, here we go, Memory Man. Do you remember... The statistics 
from July 1979. That's what it says here. Don't know anything more than that. Just does it say statistics. all the all the statistics? I'm I'm, I'm guessing so. It just yeah. says the statistics yeah, from July think, 79. Right, let me think. What what year? I'm oh, sorry, Andy. What year? July 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 79. Yes, yes, I do. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. No, I've still got it. You've still got it. <laughs> that's you re-licensed for another year, I think. You get a oh, year out of it. That's wonderful. Lovely stuff. I get into Halfords uh, for free with my badge, you know. Do you? Yeah. Do other people have to pay to get into Halfords? <laughs> <laughs> I presume so. I didn't know about that. I've just been reading a thing on the internet before we started this today, and there's an MP in Sri Lanka who wants to be, he's a volunteer to be appointed as the Minister of Monkeys. Wow. Isn't that a good thing? Would you like to be the Minister of Monkeys in Britain? Well, I sometimes feel like I am when I'm dealing with you, you know what I mean? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Imagine that, though, being in charge of all the monkeys. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it? It, it's very appealing, a really mm. appealing job. That's mm. what more can I say? Time-consuming, probably. But How many monkeys you know. do you reckon there are in Great Britain? UK? Yeah. UK monkeys? Yeah. 30,000? Do you reckon 30,000? <laughs> I was going to say maybe pun. about 3,000. All oh, right. It's probably somewhere in between. No, I'm not know. saying I'm right, but I'd like to make friends with each and every one of them. Yeah. And cuddle with them and listen to their heartbeat. I had another observation about the fishing show. That, oh, thank that you. I made when I was watching it. Um, my favourite bit is, you know, the drone footage. Aye. It's like really high up in that. Yeah. I love that because I like to imagine it's a giant with a camera. Standing near you. Maybe it is. It enhances it. Well, maybe it is. Oh, <laughs> give away a little secret there. Do you think, how many drones do you think we've lost with um, tree crashes in the um, uh, series? 30,000. 30,000, exactly. No, we've lost <laughs> one. Um, oh, well. Hey, Andy. Um, yeah. We're joined now for some football analysis by Manchester United legend Paul Scholes. He's on a Zoom call. Let me have, have I got right. sound there? Yeah. Hello, Paul. Oh, oh, nice to see you. Paul Scholes here. So, Paul Scholes. Any, any thoughts on United's home defeat at the weekend? No, didn't see it. Really? How come? Well, I, was, I was out at a march in town, protesting about the restrictions on our freedoms during this fake pandemic. Well, I don't think it's fake, is it, really, Paul? Oh, of course it is. It's a global conspiracy designed to increase Netflix subscriptions and boost the popularity of those companies that send you out boxes of nuts and seeds in the post. <laughs> you can't unsubscribe once you've signed up. I've tried. It's an effing nightmare. Well, I can't really see you all that well, Paul. Are you sitting in the dark? Paul Scold is speaking to you in a secret area that is protected from the intrusive rays of the 5G network and... The shadowy reach of big nuts and big seeds. Right, all that. Well, where's that then? It's covered under my stairs. Oh, bollocks, I wasn't supposed to say that. Hey, what, anyway, missus, answer <laughs> me this, right? Why has it been 30 years since the BBC have shown an episode of Mr Ben? Don't reply. Paul Scholes will tell you why. Because it was riddled with lies designed to dupe a generation of kiddies into believing the propaganda yeah, of the that, BBC and the government. It all sounds a bit far-fetched, Paul. 
Uh, you would say that, you fucking sheep. <laughs> but, uh, listen, right, the episode where Mr. Ben went to the moon, it was faked. I can prove it. Look, I don't know about any of this stuff, Paul. I just wanted to get some football opinions from you. Right, listen, have you heard of a company called Infinity Rocket Plastics? Yes, I have. They're a very good company. Ah, uh, you say that, but listen to this, right? They've got satellite cameras that cover every single municipal tip site in the UK so they can look at what you're... Oh, hold on. What? Well, ah, f- I, I, I've lost him. Ah, I think I've lost Paul there. Oh, is he uh, gone? Yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? Pff, what was he about to say about Infinity Rock of Plastics, though? Well, Do you know what I mean? Was he about it, to it, lift the lid? He better watch out if Wolf gets onto him, I'll tell you. God. Well, it's nice to hear from Paul, but um, I think he's going a bit off kilter, isn't he? Um, yeah. 2016 as well as housing a small nonsense pottery, it also has shop frontage where customers can enjoy a cup of coffee and a cake and peruse the nonsense pot and tat on sale. On the 26th of August, the cafe and shop were empty when in walked three gentlemen. It was professional football people, Calvin Phillips, Patrick Bamford and their coach, Argentinian Marcus Bielsa. Neil was behind the counter cleaning the steam pipe on his coffee machine when they arrived. On arrival, one of them changed the front door sign to closed. (laughs) Patrick Bamford was the first to speak. Excuse me, my good man. (laughs) We would like to take refreshment here, and I must insist that the shop is closed to commoners whilst we indulge. We're very important people. I'm Patrick Bamford, don't you know? 
Oh, I'm terribly sorry, Lord Bamford. If I'd known you were coming, I would have spread rose petals on the floor. Pray, please do effing forgive me. <laughs> Calvin, I hope, Sunshine, is that being sarcastic? If they are, then I'll crack your head open for you, if young Patrick so orders. Oh, you will, will you? And who are you? Who actually are you? Is fucking footman? And what is that complicated, goddamn awful mess on your head? Is it a haircut or a fucking maze for ants? Read that, <laughs> said I'm going to lamp you, you pottery prick. Back off, Kelvin, says Patrick. We're in need of a tonic, so let's keep things civil. Sorry about him, Potter. <laughs> now, might I order three foffy coffees, please? Foffy coffees? I've never heard of them, or it. Oh, you've never heard of Foffy Coffee? Oh, how funny <laughs> you locals are. Foffy Coffee. It's coffee where the milk is all foffy. What are you on about? What are you actually saying? Do you mean toffee? <laughs> no, foffy. Like all bubbly and airy. Airy Foffy Coffee? Must be a London thing. I'm sorry, I've never heard of it. Help me out here, Bielsa. What do poor people call airy Foffy Coffee? <laughs> Bielsa. The gaffer needs to sit on his bucket, young Patrick. He's getting a reek cob on. I say, can I move this chair here, my good man, so that my colleague can sit on his bucket? He's foreign, you see, and that's his little quirk. Yes, I thought he might be foreign. Either that or a scrap dealer. He looks like a scrap dealer. Is he a foreign scrap dealer? That would be some fucking stark combo. <laughs> no, he's our gaffer, our saviour, El Loco, the passionate thinker. He's always thinking. I only think things occasionally, you know, like what haircut to have or whether to have me arse waxed. But Bielsa, the gaffer, he thinks things nearly most of the time. Listen... Can he sit on his bucket? <laughs> oh, all right, then. <coughs> Let's just go against 800 years of Yorkshire tradition and let the bloke from abroad sit on his fucking bucket. <laughs> now, about these fothy coffees, let me try to describe them for you. As I understand it, it's a strong measure of coffee is put in the bottom of the cup and then fothy milk is made by using that steam pipe you were handling when we came in. Oh, do you mean throffy? No, fothy. I'm sure it's fothy. Well, I don't have any fothy. Not powdered, not liquid, not... I've never even heard of fothy. And to be perfectly honest with you... You're now walking on my tits with very heavy feet. I'd like you to leave this nonsense establishment. Go on, get out. Just get out, you foffy runt. Well, at that moment, Bielsa begins to growl and grunt. <laughs> he got onto the floor on all fours, races round the back of the counter and sinks his teeth into Neil's calf. Jesus wept. Ah, that is... Very fucking tart! Call him off! Call him off! Not until we get our foffy coffee, Mr Nonsense. <laughs> Call him off or you will regret it! Did you know that my cousin Gary works at a factory that manufactures acetic acid? And my son's friend's father owns a metal fabrication facility that makes pointy-tipped security fencing! 
Come on, Calvin, let's make our own foffy coffee. I've seen how they do it. Patrick and Calvin go behind the counter and start fiddling with the sheen as Mielsa continues to gnaw on Neil's calves. Please call him off! Why, why is it always little old me? I use energy-saving light bulbs throughout the shop and I only ever eat ethically sourced tuna. You need to turn up the steam to use that machine, for Christ's sake. Let me show you. Release him momentarily, Gaffer. Neil turns the steam onto full temperature and pressure. Come here, you two, and I'll explain the controls. Bamford and Phillips draw their faces close to the machine and Neil hits them with a blast of hot steam straight into their faces. Bielsa rises up to confront Neil and blasts... (laughs) And Neil blasts him straight between the eyes. Ha! Ha! Yes, that's it! Ha! Ha! Fucking ha! That's what I call foffy! Go on, get out! Get out of my nonsense pottery! The three men stumble out of the shop, holding their faces in agony. I know you meant frothy coffee, but I played you like puppies in the lion's den. (laughs) A moment later, Bamford appears at the window. Can my gaffer have his bucket back? Bucket? (laughs) Fuck it, I say! And Neil laughed like a thousand schoolchildren at a tumbling competition as he undid his trousers and pissed all over the scrap dealer's daft blue bucket. I'm Neil fucking Hunt, and I'm loving my life. <laughs> the end. <laughs> so that's grandfather, uh, Andy. Bielsa, do you reckon he speaks English or not? Well, he must have picked up then a bit, mustn't he? I mean, I, I bet he does. He always has a translator there. But, uh, it's funny. Any... It's... Sorry, Andy. I was going to say he never makes eye contact. He always looks at the floor. Yeah. Well, he speaks English, doesn't he? Of course he does. I mean, I think it's a choice they make, isn't it? You know, I think I've told you before. Um, yeah. I've met Aitor Karanka. Um, mm. Speaks lovely English. You know, he does. He's lived in America yeah. for years. He's lovely, but he's obviously made the choice on um, TV interviews and that to do the... Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. so mate, I mean, it's a good way of deflecting Best something, isn't it? I had a bit of a uni dent, you know, Andrew. Did you? Yeah, I was. Um, I went round my father-in-law's to do a bit of digging in his garden for him, you mm. know, and I thrust the um, spade into the soil, right? And immediately there was like, I know it sounds stupid, like a little explosion in the soil <laughs> and like the, yeah. the soil yeah. blasted up into my face and knocked me um, hat off. Right, oh, and it landed right. in me wife's. It landed more or less exactly the hat on my wife's plate of salad. Right, <laughs> she thought I was messing about. Yeah. Right, so she put the salad and the hat in the bin. Right, oh, and it turns yeah. out what had happened was I'd um, bust through the um, compressed air pipe that feeds this oh. little generator. Me father-in-law uses right. in his shed. So yeah. quite unusual, isn't it? Quite unusual. It landed on the salad. So it could have landed anywhere, couldn't it, really? <laughs> I've got a new song I'd like to sing. It's a bit of a work in progress. Go on, then. Yeah. I hasn't got any music. I'll just do it a cappella for you. All Here right. Whenever I get angry, whenever I get mad, whenever I feel lonely, whenever I feel sad, there's one thing that I do that'll make me feel so good. I drive it in my car and I shit in the woods. 
Shit in the woods, yeah, shit in the woods. Shit in the woods, yeah, it makes me feel good. Shit in the woods, yeah, shit in the woods. I'll shit my cares away in the middle of the woods. That's as far as I've got with it. <laughs> well, um, are you going to continue working on it, Andy? I mean, I might do, but I thought I might sell it to maybe as an advertising agency. They might have to tweak the lyrics a little bit, but, you know, someone might want it. Yeah, the Toilet Roll Company. Laxative Company, something like that, I don't know. So, I've had a nice update sent to me by Peter Beardsley, Andrew. Oh, have you now? Telling us how he's getting on. Um, Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. All right, Bob. Uh, a long time no speak, eh? you know. I hope you're all nice and cosy and safe and that. Uh, anyway, so uh, the wife is confined to the house on account of her infected legs and her general, you know, like vulnerability uh, to the bacteria that lives in her skin folds, you know. So it's pretty much up to me to keep things ticking all like. When you know, when you could only leave the house to buy food and medicine, I became uh, very adept at car interior staring and supermarket staring, you know. Uh, in my car, my favourite stairs are the end of the used sugar sachet that is poking out of the side of the passenger glove compartment. That's a good stair, that. Uh, the fly... Uh, the fly with it splattered ass on my windscreen that I estimate to be uh, frustrating two millimetres outside the cleaning arc of the windscreen wiper. And finally, the almost perfect triangle of dust that has accumulated to the side of the handbrake shaft. In the supermarket, my favourite stairs are the rotisserie chickens turning round and round and round and round and round, you know, like little soldiers on manoeuvres inside a, a tumble dryer or something, you know. Um, and also the stained ceiling tile to uh, the rear left of the store, just above the long life drinks. <laughs> so. Anyway, the other day I was having a fart in the pantry, uh, you know, uh, when there was a knock on the door. Peter, answer the fucking door, you clown prince of shite! Uh, yeah, we'll do, love. I was just having a quick fart in the pantry to flavour the cakes. So I opened up the front door and there was a, a middle-aged woman dressed in a sage green puffer puffer coat. Uh, wearing a face mask and holding a clipboard. Oh, that, hello there, how can I help you? Uh, I like your puffer puffer uh, jacket, it's very blatant indeed. Ah, oh, thanks, pet. My name's Maureen Upton. I'm from local age concern, you know. I just wondered if I could come in and quickly check if all your needs are being met. How the fuck is it, Peter? Just tell him the fuck off home. And hire a skip to put all the fucking misery in. Uh, it, it's a uh, lady from age concern, love. Come to check we have everything we need. Is she offering any fucking freebies? Uh, <laughs> uh, my wife was just wondering if you have any freebies for us. 
Yeah, well, yeah, maybe if uh, we establish, you know, that. Tell her to come through, you fucking halfway dial. <laughs> uh, please do come through, Maureen. So we all went in uh, the wife's TV room, like, uh, Maureen sat on the spare chair and I joined my lovely wife on the sofa. So how are you managing for food? What are your arrangements? Uh, well, we're doing fine. I uh, just pop in the car, like, you know, and... Uh, oh, it's a terrible morning. We are virtually starving to death here. The biggest problem, of course, is getting all the eggs we need. Peter can't <laughs> fetch me them because he's on a driving ban. I need a dozen and a half a day. Without them, I grow very fucking weak. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Do you not have any family that can bring... Scottish. <laughs> Do you not have any family that can bring you your shopping? No, our only son is in Iraq having a fight, and the rest of our relations are in Avignon in fucking France. Well, we can offer a weekly basic shopping delivery. Love, is it put Maureen's puffer puffer, Jack? It's lovely. Yes, it's a nice fucking puffer. I've actually ordered a similar, more expensive one in a nicer colour. But yes, it's very fucking adequate. How many eggs are there in a delivery? A dozen per week, uh, plus tea bags, milk, bread, vegetables, tinned meat and fish. Oh, tinned fish. The very act of thinking about it gives me the vapours. Tell me, Maureen, could I substitute the veg and tin goods for a few more fucking eggs? No, I don't think so. The deliveries are pre-packed. There's an alternate to the British Classics box, mind. Comes with chicken pieces and a tortilla bread. Oh, oh, uh, wow. Is the chicken uh, nice and lumpy, lumpy, lumpy? I can make a chicken wrap, you know, because I love chicken wraps, me. Yeah, I think it's pretty lumpy. Not as lumpy as a cement mixer full of bricks, I. But therefore, on the lumpy side of bumpy. Uh, oh, look, please, oh, can we have that one? Come on, I promise I'll do your uh, six-egg Benedictus if we do. I'll think about it. Doesn't Maureen have lovely legs, darling? I expect it's all the walking she does, you know, caring for people like... Yes, they remind me of mine before the abscesses all joined up. <laughs> Although I would say mine were longer and a lot more fucking shapely. I'm entitled to money, you know, hard fucking cash to buy the eggs with. No, I'm afraid not. And anyway, pet, I thought you said you couldn't get to the shops. Peter could walk the three miles to the supermarket in a fucking emergency. You know, if I'm getting even an egg terrors. Well... I will need to have a look in your kitchen to check what level of food you have in the house. Oh, yeah, that's fine, eh? If you follow me, Maureen. Wow, that puffer, puffer jacket has a lovely sheen on its surface. It really shows off the puffer ridges here in a very favourable manner. Ah, here is the pantry. Please do step inside. <laughs> well, as soon as we get inside the pantry, Maureen starts to look quirky, uh, quirky and I realise she is overcome, like, you know, with me cake man in it in fast, like, so uh, she falls into my arms just as the wife arrives at the door. You 
dirty little midnight fucking creeper. And you, you had your eyes on her. Get out of my fucking house. Go on, the two of you, fuck off. Uh, but <laughs> love is not what you think, like... Maureen got mine bends, you know, with the cake gas there, you know. Don't fucking cake gas me, you touchy fiddler. Get out! <laughs> so I, I had to drag Maureen out the house, and her wife locked me out for nearly a day. She only started speaking to me like about a week later when she got desperate for some eggs benedict to say, you know. <laughs> I heard from uh, my neighbour that, uh, that Maureen is still off work with lung tears. <laughs> so that's all really, Bob, you know. I, I will leave it all with a couple of jokes from me old joke, but you know, me old jokes. Here you go, then. Uh, my wife, uh, the wife tripped up on the hoover cord and dropped a basket full of freshly ironed clothes on the floor. I just uh, sat back and watched it all unfold. <laughs> Uh, I went to the doctor's the other day because I had a lettuce stuck up my bum. All he did was put the dressing on it. <laughs> my wife the other day, she asked me if I was listening to her. I thought, that's a strange way to start a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> One, Peter, baby. There's only one Peter Beasley. Uh, I'll see you, Bob. Oh, it's nice of Peter. Bring us up to date there, isn't it? Yeah, that was lovely, that. That reminds me, have you seen... I mean, you'll have seen the picture of the eggs that Morrison's are selling. Wet eggs in a bag. Yeah, what's... Do you, what, have you looked into it? What is the... What, is it water an egg, or is it, like, salty water, or...? I, I assume it's some kind of, like, brine or pickling agent to keep them reasonably fresh. Do you know how many eggs is in the bag? Well, it says on the label five, but you look at it and it's about 30. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm guessing they must have had some kind of like deal with the egg people and then it's needed to get rid of these eggs quick sharp. Oh, the egg egg people. Were they like the tomorrow people? The forgotten people? The egg people? The egg suppliers, yeah. Well, eggs come from somewhere, don't they? Have you got eggs? Have you got a Morrison's near you, Andy? Uh, fairly near, yeah. Do you want us to go and have a look? Well, I wouldn't mind if you could report back. Oh, my Adam Morrison's just right. down the road from me, but it's shut down. It's now one of them. What's that place? Range. It's now a, a range. A range. Yeah. Well, the range is all right. I mean, Morrison's is better, but the range is pretty good. Yeah. I, I, oh, I don't want to go to any shops at the minute. Well, don't, I'm not saying go, but if you did happen to, you know. Yeah. Can you get I Deliveroo from Morrison's? Be nice to phone um, up Deliveroo and ask for a big bag of fucking wet eggs. <laughs> I don't know, you can do it online and just get 700 eggs delivered. I'll try right. that, eh? Okay, well, that's that's enough, isn't it? That's enough, I think. I was going to yeah. say, have you got any telly recommendations or anything like that? Well, at the moment, um, at the moment I'm watching all the Real Housewives franchises. I've oh, done, yeah. I've done New York, You're Beverly Hills, Orange County, and I'm on right. Jersey now, and I enjoy it very much. Right. Um, there's a two-part documentary about Lance Armstrong that's just appeared on the iPlayer. Yeah. It used to be on BT Sport. That's good if you like to see how terrible one man could possibly be. Oh, that's good. Or I think I might have seen this, yeah. I think in another life, he could well have been a serial killer, but uh, he chose cycling instead. Well, there you go. Uh, also, Netflix, Fear City, which is about the New York Mafia um, being dismantled by the uh, the cops in the 80s with phone tapping and things like that. That's that, quite good. That sounds good, Andy. Thank you for that. Yeah. Might give there it a look. 
That's about it, I reckon. All right, cheerio, Andrew. Um, yeah, we've had a nice time, haven't we? We've had a nice time. It helps in yeah. lockdown, doesn't it, to have a nice time? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because it's coming back, isn't it? Let's face it. And now back to the TV for me. Back to the Baileys for me. Okay. See ya. See ya, folks. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.